0: Welcome to the main Radio Podcast. Welcome to the main Radio Podcast. Brought to you by Nike, Nike nike.com. Make sure you go on there. And if you're a new customer, you uh, get 25% off. And you can customize Nike uh, uniforms to your shoes, to your apparel, to anything that you think that you wear. So check out nike.com. Today's show, we're going to have a few talks about Ben Simmons and the NBA and the NFL we're going to have talks about the NFL, also, like I just said, and some other conversations. So, I'm going to have my boy MRC on the phone. So, here, um, you know, let me just give him a call. And he's really good at uh, sports talk and all the well, as well as his anniversary. So, let's give him a call. Hello. Hello. You there? Hey, what's up, dude?
1: Nothing, man. Just of a quick errand.
0: Nice. Happy no, anniversary. No,
1: no. Thanks, man. I appreciate that, buddy.
0: Yeah, you know, I always
1: remember that though like in the
0: in the craziest way, like of uh of the because the first time I, when I thought I had some money, I was like, I'm going to get Cordova and uh, Lindsay some jerseys that say 29. And it just says Dova or Cordova whatever. And, and hers would be Oklahoma City's and then yours would be a Lakers one. And I thought about that, too. And I was like, I still want to do it. <laughs> but you're like, you're like, you still can, motherfucker. <laughs>
1: But, I don't blame. Yeah. I don't blame you for holding off on it, man. With the way people are married these days, they're divorced <laughs> the next year. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, that, hold that against you. Didn't did go in my head once, but funny though. Funny thought. Right. When I was at when I was at your wedding. I really saw, really just, man, how much you love that girl. And uh, when you said that first time, you said, that's my wife. I said, dude, that's funny. And then you got married to her. I said, wow, that's so
1: awesome, bro. (laughs) Only
0: only is all the times I said that, that it happened to me, golly. Uh, Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg would have a ring right now around her fingers. (laughs)
1: You sound like Logan Brown, dude. <laughs> oh, damn! Woo, too fast. God uh,
0: dang, bro, that was that's a good one. I know he, he's made a gin, had a had it, had a kid, and everything. I'm like,
1: yeah, damn. she's got two now, doesn't she? Two, yeah, I think so, man. I think so. Oof,
0: man, bro, I tell you, times is gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, no shit, man.
0: Um. So okay. I, wanted, I wanted to talk to you about the uh, Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, and you know, Archie Manning, and still the Lakers. And we're, I, I definitely want to talk about like the real topic of the day is, uh, I'm going to just go with the baseball, because I want to know right now. What you see, what What do you? I have no idea what's going on. Like, I, I've been watching the games, so but I have no idea since it's 1 and 1, and I don't know who, like, who do you see since it is 1 and 1 right now, it's still kind of like 0 0. Who do you see coming out to win the whole thing?
1: Uh, between Braves and Astros, I mean, um, it looked positive to start with the Braves taking game one, but people forget that Charlie Morton arguably their best pitcher, um, given his playoff stature and history. I mean, he broke his leg on a line drive, so he's out for the rest of the year. And then, you know, arguably their second best pitcher or best pitcher, Max Freed, who had the lowest ERA after the All-Star break, all of a sudden can't get people out in the playoffs. He's been shelled his last two starts. So, although your goal as the Atlanta Braves going into Houston was to split and then come back home, um, you may have won the battle, but I think you might have lost the war in the process because, um, you're going to be leaning very, very heavily on that bullpen. And not that their bullpen is anything to, you know, turn your nose up at. Their bullpen is fantastic. But, um, most of them are used to being pulled into deep water, you know, pitching two, three, sometimes four <laughs> innings, and then doing that the very next day. So, um... The way the Astros hit, you know, they may give up another game here or there, but they're going to come right back and hit again. I think they've scored five or more runs in 10 of 12 playoff games this year, so they just hit, period. They're the best offense in baseball. Um, They do have a younger starting rotation, but their bullpen is solid. Um, So, all in all, I think the Astros have the edge. If I were to put money on it, I think it's Astros in six, but if it goes seven, it wouldn't surprise me at all.
0: Wow. Wow. That's crazy. But you still have Astros kinda yep. kinda
1: of, kind of taking that taking
0: the the win on that. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: That's not me. That's not me being a
0: homer either. I mean No nah. um, I mean, definitely not. I mean I mean they uh, the uh, I believe it was the uh, Astros they beat the uh, Red Sox. You're Red Sox. So okay. trust me, I, I know you're nowhere near that but it is it is i would say you're probably your second favorite team um for sure um i'm, I'm guessing like I, la dodgers still could be your team you know uh in a way um but uh yeah that's crazy to think that i mean i i i out of what i saw is um uh, just from not even knowing baseball knowledge is that uh yeah, the offense for Astros is like kind of needed to pick it up, I guess. Like wake up call. Sure. Like game one was, um, right. And it looked a little weird though, like a more more like a confidence call. Like it's like it's like how do you just go game two and just seven runs? You know, like like it was easy. You know, almost. Yeah. Um, and so.
1: not just the offense, but the the championship pedigree that they have too. I mean. You have to keep in mind Bregman, mm-hmm, Correa, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Altuve—all those guys were part of that championship team. So, right, uh, right. I mean, hell, people—people people are blown away by the stat now that Jose Altuve is now second on the all-time list in postseason home runs, behind Manny Ramirez and tied with Bernie Williams, which is just mind-boggling when you think about it. You think about a diminutive five-foot-six second baseman—you um, know, he's a former MVP—but it is a little bit of a jarring statistic when you hear that because, I mean, the man has 22 career postseason home runs, 22. He's a long way from being done. I mean, Manny. pretty nice 29. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the way you know, baseball
0: guys, is now, shit.
1: <laughs> shit, no kidding, man. And you know, he does it for average too. You know, he's not just this guy that's, you know, all or nothing with a strikeout or uh you know, home run. He's,
0: so know, he's quick, a very very. Quick O-c-tool question, player. quick question to that. Then, seeing what he does with the home runs, is him between him, Derek Jeter and Bernie and all those guys, is there a different generation gap where like offense was like, like the, his twenty two runs are like, are they justified? Like, could he hit? Could Altuve do the same in Jeter and Bernie there is Is where I'm getting at.
1: It's tough to say. I mean, because the game has changed so much with starting pitchers. You know, back when Jeter was hitting, you know, you got you know some of the best starting pitchers in baseball history. You know, you had your your Randy Johnston's, your Pedro Martinez is like, I mean, guys that were they were all or nothing when they would go in and start a game. You know, they could get knocked around inning two and three, but they're going to pitch seven. That's no longer the case. I mean, nowadays sometimes you'll see an ace pitch four innings. And two men are on, and all of a sudden they're pulled. I mean, look no further than the Los Angeles Dodgers with their practices under um, Friedman and that, you know, that group of management. But um, it's definitely a little different era. uh, But do I think Altuve would still thrive in the 90s? Absolutely. Um, Okay. Same thing with Jeter. You know, they're transcendent talents. I think they thrive no matter what era they're in. I mean, Jeter thrived in the juice ball era. I mean, you know, where everybody and their mother was taking steroids, I mean, he's still show he still shined through, which speaks volumes about the type of player he was,
0: right. Um, right.
1: but I still think, yeah, uh, absolutely, Altuve could do the same, um, and it's more impressive that Altuve's doing it in a world where it is all or nothing right now, you know, batting averages have never been lower, strikeouts have never been higher, um, it's just really impressive what he's been able to do, uh, you know, suspicion aside with what people think that, you know, whether he's cheated, taken signs, whatever, um, signs are not, hardest thing in sports is still a hit a fucking baseball with a cylinder. So, <laughs> you know. Um, right, right. It's still impressive nonetheless, you know. And people like to rag on Bonds about steroid use and things like that. Say what you will, I don't think there's anybody that had better hand-eye coordination than Barry Bonds. Right, I mean, right. You know, you can never take that away from him. He was the Hall of Famer before he juiced, so. Um, right.
0: Um, Like, um, yeah. I think about that every day, and I honestly wanted to text you really, really bad. Like, really bad. And I say this because I was, like, watching game one. And I go, oh, my God. I was, like, some people get so fucking amped up. Like, like, you'll be watching the game. You look at some... Astro fans, who look like they don't even look like they need to be there, like like me. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, there's like this big blonde with big tits and fake lips, like holding an Astro sign. Like this, you ain't never <laughs> been no goddamn game. <laughs> fuck out of here. The guy she like, went
1: with is like her dad's age.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. You know, so uh, but to that fact, but uh, that to bringing that back, I I think about how hard why in Little League, for me, I stopped. I didn't really go past any other league. Like, I got hit by the ball because my eye coordination with the ball is, was trash. I can catch right. a football. I can catch a football, and I think, to, to me, I'm 5'8 and pretty small, but I still think I can moss people, bro. I don't know why, but I, I have that ball-hand-type skills with a football. But baseball, yeah. holy shit. I mean, sorry, excuse my language, and I mean that. But it is when we went to the top off, bro. Like just the thing to keep your eye on the ball is, <laughs> and it's still, bro, and it's still. You get what I'm saying? Like I mm-hmm. can barely do that for a whole. what, they play for three hours, like in baseball, like so. To on hit a, a, on ball, a good, on
1: a good, quick day, it's three hours.
0: The hog. <laughs> Oh my god! And then the yeah, ball.
1: Uh, man, who knows? uh
0: man, who knows that there's drinking in the in the back in the day they probably used to. But I would imagine if back in the day I had a beer. Hey, some people could, you know, like they say, uh, what's his name was eating hot dogs and Babe Ruth How do you have eye coordination drinking out? I just that so I'm just pretty blown away on the skill level of. Of baseball, I I respect it a lot more than I really should have, because <laughs> right. ninety eight miles yeah. per hour is really tough. So no, I
1: mean, it's I mean it, you don't you don't truly see it, like you know. As long as I played the game, if I were to step into a box right now and see ninety eight, I probably wouldn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you like yeah, that's just fucking ball that like we did. Yeah,
0: that <laughs> Yeah, that's
1: just a fastball, man. Like, these guys have repertoires. They have, you know, sliders, curveballs, change-ups, knuckle curves, sinkers. I mean, mean, just a laundry list of pitches. It's arguable. I mean, probably a knuckleball. Um, How fast? You know, I mean, I think on record I've seen uh, at pro level, I think 50s.
0: Well, whatever Um, the slowest ball will ever be thrown, I still couldn't hit it. But, yeah,
1: I mean, a knuckleball moves side to side the whole way coming towards you. So, um, you know, like guys like Tim Wakefield and, and, you know, Phil Necro, I mean, they made a living off throwing that pitch, and they did it well into their 40s. Like, um, you know.
0: See, the the people who invented that, uh, those baseball – the knuckleball the uh what is it the slider and all that stuff you know it right. kind of yep. to me as a batter it reminds me of math when i used to do math i used to be like oh division that's a fastball minus adding right. you know yep. multiplication fastball and then you came with right. letters and variables those are sliders and shit i was like hold up what what are we doing here we just need to do multiplication oh, yeah, sure, yeah. and you know divide, but
1: right. that's not how I felt. So, I mean, yeah, man, it's definitely still. I'll argue anybody that it is the most difficult thing in sports to do is to hit a baseball with a with a cylinder. It's just you know um, tough. The guys that their life to it. <laughs> and you
0: watch, you watch. Uh, who, who's one of those guys that like. Uh, that you're like you throw it in my little box area, like just do it. Just uh, try me. Who's on on the astros? Who's one of those guys that like, um just
1: out me. of everybody, I love watching Michael Brantley hit. He's got the one of the if not the best approaches in all baseball. He probably has the best swing in baseball too. Okay. Um, that comes with the territory with left-handed hitters. Left-handed hitters are, you know, just renowned for their beautiful swings. And, you know, you got Ken Griffey Jr., Robinson Cano, guys like that with some of those beautiful swings ever. And he's right in line with that. Just, you know, the guy is just as dangerous as a hitter down 0-2 as he is 2-0. Um, he's never truly behind in account. You never truly have an advantage over him. Yeah. So I think that you know really speaks volumes to what a well-rounded hitter he is, as well as his approach. Um, more often than not, especially you know in today's game, you see these guys that are down 0-2 and they're coming out of their fucking shoes on the next pitch swinging, and it's just kind of like you know that approach is terrible. It's a selfish swing. You're not you're not putting yourself on the line to put the ball in play and hopefully make something happen, right? And uh, you know he's you know selfless as uh, as anybody but I just I've always loved his approach. If you ever get a chance to just sit there and watch that guy play every time just cool as the cucumber. Nothing rattles him. The moments never too big. He's never intimidated by the talent he's going up against. Um, I love watching him hit. If you know, if it's a regular season game and I'm scrolling through the channels and he's up the bat, I'm going to stop and watch him play just because I just love his approach.
0: Wow, he's like that.
1: Yeah, he's a dang. fantastic player. I
0: think he's one of the most underrated players in all of
1: baseball. Wow, Is he, and he's playing all Yep, yeah. Dang, and okay. more than likely hit second. Yeah. Uh, okay. He's just I'll, fantastic. to
0: Look for him now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've uh, seen him. Crazy. I've
0: seen him. You know, I've seen him up to bat and all that. I mean, I didn't. I just, you know, I'm not a baseball dude, so I'm gonna look at. Yeah. God, dang, that's scary uh, sure. though. That's scary because you can't as a pitcher you can't read that.
1: No, no, um, he's a hell of a ball player.
0: I want to move on to uh, Mr. Uh, ben Simmons. God. What is? What do you think the Sixers need to do? Do you think they need to swallow their pride? Do you think? Do you think Doc Rivers is maybe more of the, the factor than than the Ben Simmons thing? Like, you know, I think what what's going on. I think on? everybody's
1: at fault. I think everybody's at fault, and I think both parties have acknowledged that Mm -hmm. um you know uh, with both way both sides have approached this situation they've kind of both fucked themselves to be honest um you know because the Sixers what they want more than anything is a fair return for Ben Simmons what that looks like to them you know as Daryl Morey but um you know and he's not doing himself any favors by garnering interest with how he's carried himself in practice and throughout this whole process right Mm -hmm. um You know, what was that, a couple weeks ago where Doc told him to jump in line for, you know, a defensive drill. Guy had his his phone in his pocket, and he told him, no, I'm not doing it, you know. Told him again, no, I'm not doing it. He's like, okay, get the fuck out of practice. It's like, man, you are paid millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to play a game that you love. And you can't put your pride down and suck it up and just work your way through this to hopefully find a better situation for yourself. You know, and on the other side of that coin, you got guys like Doc and, you know, Embiid that, you know, if anybody needs to be a voice of support for the guy, they weren't, you know. I mean, you saw when, you know, after they were eliminated last year in the playoffs, you know, Doc just (laughs) kind of drug him through the mud. He was like, I don't know if he's a championship caliber point guard. Like, fuck, man. That's at the top of your mind during this interview, right after you've been eliminated from playoffs? Is to drag that guy through the mud like that? Yeah. You know, some people say, oh, well, Doc has that right. He's earned that right. I mean, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I guess of not. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a good quality of leadership. Because that makes uh, you think
0: if I have a – maybe if I – say, maybe we had no idea what was going on with Ben Simmons' head, you know. And there's another player that, like, maybe, you know, he has some mama drama or his cousins or his friends or family or something. Derrick Rose type like shit, you know. Like, right. you know, and for a coach to say something, I would never. I I would never, as a teammate, like maybe in the locker room under my breath to me and you, Cordova. But I would never say, "Hey, like garbage." Like if in the media, like never, just never. Just personable, smart, just smart. You know, I would never. I'd be like, "Yo, man, Eli missed that." Like AJ Green last night. Like I I'd, I'd say, "Okay, you know, he caught a a great." Fourth, third down conversion to get him there and he fucked up last night yeah I'm gonna talk shit behind him you know be like yo Dova as, as receivers bro yo he all fucked up bro but right. we gonna move on and you know get through this shit but I'm never gonna be dude yeah I just I don't know how Doc Rivers I don't know how he, I don't know how you would have trust in somebody like if I saw that as an NBA player I'd be like I don't know if I going in there I mean, if I get traded there, it is what it is.
1: It's toxic. They both sides have mucked this situation up, and you know they say they've both you know taken blame on both sides, and they'll figure it out and work together and things like that. You know, we're still like the elephant in the room is still Bill or excuse me, Ben Simmons getting over his yips right now. The guy won't shoot; he can't shoot. Has he been working on any of this at all? Nobody really knows um, because of his disinterest. In playing basketball right now um you know and that's that hasn't even been addressed yet it's just this drama between these two sides and the main sticking point is this guy's playing and we haven't even started to address that yet so um yeah it's just it's a it's a shit marriage right now between those to put it mildly but um you know they're hoping that i think on this you know, Sixers side of things. Management is hoping that he gets his shit together. He comes back into the fold. He puts together a string of, you know, 20 to 30 solid games to show that he's still an all-star caliber player. And then hopefully somebody comes knocking, but man, you want to talk about a detriment to your professional life, with the shit that he's been pulling. I mean, you know, as well as I do, you pull that shit inside an office shop these days, they will show you the fucking door, man. Right. right. You know, um, yeah, it's just unacceptable. And, and the thing is, what gets,
0: this, what gets me is that uh, LeBron James and Rich Paul and all that, like, I was like, aren't, he, he's with Clutch, in, you know, sports, and I'm like, I'm like, there, where was the direction of of somebody bigger at, or older, not even older, just wiser, in the game right. to say, hey, this is not, this will not be the best route, because we've, You've seen it with in a way of like, I'm not going to bring up Nor New Orleans Noel or anything like that. That was contract deals and stuff like that. But in a way of talent, like maybe, you know, you can negotiate better. Like there's got to be somebody to, to help you. Like if anything, bro, if I had won the lottery today and I'd be honest with you. I call you and Eli straight up, <laughs> and my boy Jake <laughs> and, and, J- and Jake Bertino. Like, I think y'all are, I think y'all are the three smartest motherfuckers I've ever met, and I mean that, and I mean that like by like you know on God, you know. So, so, like, where are those people around uh, Ben Simmons? And it's like he he doesn't even have that. Like, are they in Australia? Like, like, you know. Decision making, like yeah, he fucked himself over in a way, you know. Obviously, I think he fucked himself over more. I say that the playoff kind of, the game tape of him not doing a lot doesn't really help his trade value anyway. So, like you just like you said, you know.
1: Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah. No sinking ship. They need to figure it out and where is the better best- But.
0: Where's the Does best that take place? time, man? Where's For the him? best place? Yeah.
1: I mean, I know Daryl Morey in a perfect world, he hopes he could package a deal to swipe. Uh, if, he had, if, he, if, he,
0: if he had to swallow his pride, if if he had to do one and <laughs> if if Morey had to swallow his pride and just get rid of Simmons to make the uh, the <laughs> culture good again,
1: man. Call call Vladdy in Sacramento and say, hey, man, send me Fox and Bagley and I'll send you Simmons send <laughs> him that's... off to Sacramento man you know like he needs he needs to have his own team um to get out of this he needs to build that confidence um is Sacramento the support group he needs probably not you know but if he pays into oblivion no one's gonna notice him in Sacramento so right you know, he could swallow he could save you know some face that way because I swear to God, the guy is like a, you know, an Instagram influencer. He he monitors his social media and how he's, you know, perceived by the public more than he cares about mastering his craft and playing skills. It just blows my mind. Um, you know, and like you said, where's his support? I think he has a small entourage and everybody else shoots him as a leper just because of how he carries himself, man. You know? Um, and Good I don't point. think that's been something that's just been recent. I think he's been that way for a long time. Um,
0: <laughs> Do you, you think know. it's, like, weird? Like, he's, like, it's, like, he's – I'm not saying Australian people are all pretty lackadaisical and chill. Like, you know. Right, but, right. You know, it seems like in when it comes to an American basketball player to somebody who's played overseas, but, like, Australia's not, like – like, Ben Simmons is, be honest with you, if I had to pick today between two Australians and it was Patty Mills and Ben Simmons, I'd probably pick be- uh, Patty uh, Patty Mills, you know? I almost said Ben Go Simmons because, you know, he is still Ben Simmons, you know? Like, there's still, well, he's, the, there's he's the still a generational
1: of- defender. Thank you.
0: You know, and, and you would hope and thank, and pray to God that Steve Kerr does not get his hands on him. Like, for a one-year bullshit contract, <laughs> you better hope to God. You Like, everybody, seriously. There's too many light skins already. Like, it goes yeah. to space.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, just, like, on, on, that, on that, you know, with, with Simmons, like, you know, how well, he cares a little too much about his image and things like that, and not really focusing on the important things he needs to take a page out of Giannis's book and not be afraid of failure and grow on that. And that's the problem. Like, Especially, yeah. Yeah, when he takes a pass and he's got a good, solid opportunity to take a good, high-quality shot, his thought is, what if I miss? Then people are going to give me shit and give me grief and, you know, throw insults at me and make fun of me and this and that. He he he's already has that perception about failure before he even takes a shot. Was he not?
0: The difference was. was well, was ahead. he was he not ready? Oh, by the way, I'm gonna send you some garlic knots one day. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> it's coming your way one day. I don't know which ones you like, <laughs> but they're coming. Um, ben, but Ben Simmons to speak on him. If you if you want to get psyche with it, like they say, I want to get Jay Williams with it. <laughs> Because uh, right. JV on that game, if you think about it, Ben Simmons yeah. is 18, whatever, 19. He's first-round draft pick. He's this next guy that's supposed to be LeBron James, Magic Johnson S type, right? right. Um But he's coming from Australia, not America. Right. Is, that a, is that, And he's young. Don't forget he's young. And then he went into the worst, the worst, and as, as you're talking about his, he cares about his image. He goes into the worst fans, but like Philadelphia. Like you couldn't, you couldn't go to any team. Like Minnesota would have probably been better for Ben Simmons. You know, <laughs> like you couldn't go to yeah. Philly. Philly is the worst. So I I understand where you're coming from on that, and how do you how do you get all that? But then now you add, you magnify that with trust the uh, process uh, the process and then and then on top of that he has a bad game or bad series because don't forget he was on him and and B were what of three bounces away from Kawhi Leonard hitting that little you know so Mm -hmm. so yeah that was with Brett Brown it's sad to say so for, (laughs) for so for yeah that, yeah, it's messed up. I want to. I want to get to Kyrie Irving real quick too. Of course. Um, yeah. Well, ben Simmons. You know. Yeah. We'll, we'll give him. We'll give him. We'll wait to see what happens. Um, but yeah, what do you think about Kyrie and and how can you relate that to us? Is that relatable? Is it not? Is it?
1: I mean, it's. I mean, same, same, same old, same with Kyrie. I feel, man. I mean, this isn't. Um. This is the same story, just a a sequel, you know. Right, right. I mean, you know, um, a continuation. Um, You know, I I respect, you know, any man's beliefs, whatever he decides to do with his body, his profession, that's his business. But his constant, you know, tirade is, y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Y'all don't know what I stand for. It's like, okay, well, tell us. You know, we can sympathize with you and maybe be more relatable to you if you tell us. We can't relate to you if you're just like, oh, again, a case of a man making millions upon millions of dollars and not honing his craft, not dedicating time to his teammates. And it's just uh, – I I don't understand it with him, man. It's the same kind of story, right? Like, so in regards to, like, with Ben Simmons, like, who is taking that chance right now with Kyrie? Like, you know – who takes take a chance it? with Kyrie right now? If somebody gets on the phone with Brooklyn and says, "Hey, we'll give you a nobody, B, C, nobody." For Kyrie. Who does it? Nobody, right? nobody. So, which, which situation is more difficult to navigate, if even impossible at all, between Simmons and Irving?
0: Oh, I mean, wow.
1: Brooklyn's all, Brooklyn's already come out and said we are not extending Kyrie Irving. Like this, you know, um, I don't. I don't know, man. Nothing with him surprises me anymore, though. I, I wow! Just, I don't. You nailed it, it on
0: the head with the. Uh, you nailed it on the head with the book because it's a different. It's a different chapter. Different, different. Yeah. You know. Oh, whoa, Different narrative,
1: one, this, like whatever. You know. Different narrative. Um, right. Yeah.
0: The Boston thing, and oh, I'm gonna stay here, and, and all that. Uh, my dad played here. and all that, and then now I'm I'm from Jersey, I'm from Bedside. Wait, what? And uh, my you know Rod Strickland was from here. I'm like, okay, man, well, how about let's just play basketball, you know? Um, Like you said in the very beginning, I I am with you on that. You understand that. We all agree, you know, a man can do whatever he wants with his body, you know, his mind, all that shit. But at the same time, it's like, well, then you just be calling Kaepernick. And I'm not even trying to say it like that. I'm just being truthful. But like, you're going to either play basketball or, you know, you if you're going to do both, do it well. But you're not doing it at all. You're not even playing right. basketball. Like, you, as the games that we've gotten from you were, were minimum games. You still set out games. And then you also set out a few playoff games. And then came back game two to play off to only get hurt in game three. Like, yep. like, like, what are they paying this guy for? And I mean, I understand his, his things that he's trying to do because without that basketball platform, he can't really necessarily do the stuff he can do, but he can now. I feel like he, right. I feel like it's sad to say, like, I <laughs> Him and Amon Shepherd, to me, as a basketball, have the same weight. I don't. It's, I don't like. I only give Kyrie Irving that he's the greatest basketball point skilled craft guy I've ever seen in my life. Like nobody, hands down, nobody can guard Kyrie Irving. I don't. I don't think. I don't care on Dennis Rodman's best day. I don't care if Dennis Rodman got hit from Carmen Electra that same day. Like, nobody can guard Kyrie Irving. Facts. <laughs> but, that being said, he has the same weight as Amon Shepard. He has the same weight as Richard Jefferson. He, he has one motherfucking ring. And yet, like, he got, like, he won. The guy, even Brandon Roy went to, what, four four all-star uh, fucking appearances. Yep. Get the fuck out of here. Like, dude, I'm not, I'm not mad at him. I'm just, like, going, you got to choose, bro. You have to. It sucks that, it sucks that here in, um, I feel like, more in America, it's one of that. It's kind of like that. Like, you have to choose something. Like, it is no fig- trying to figure it out. Like you said, you're not giving us a clear answer on why you're even doing it, you know?
1: Right. Just yeah, have- I mean, that's a- the, the,
0: the, the sucky part I say that is because Kyrie Irving and Andrew Wiggins were both holding out, well, Kyrie still. But Andrew Wiggins has no weight compared to where where Stefan and Draymond and Klay uh, Thompson are sitting uh, Wiggins down going, hey, we need you to get vaccinated.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that speaks volumes about the leadership they have over there, man. You know, Oh, with, with, um, yeah,
0: well, for sure. But now yes. you look at now you look at the situation with KD and and James Harden and now the leadership with the, how that's going and the
1: leadership is definitely in question.
0: <laughs> you know what's weird about that leadership? I've seen two sides of that. Well, not two sides. I've seen yeah, yeah, both sides of it. Football and basketball is where I'm getting at. Cuz John Gruden when we watched Harden out, we watched him play and flirt with Antonio Brown like you know, do what you want to do. You're Antonio fucking Brown. But I guarantee yep. you, if he was Juju Smith... Juju, I can't even say his fucking name. Old TikTok. If he was old TikTok, I guarantee you John Grutin would be in his fucking ass. But the way John Grutin and Mike Mayotte, whatever, handled that situation with Antonio Brown, that was exactly what they fucking got, you know? So, yep. so going to the the Nash with Kevin Durant, they, you know, Kevin Durant and James Harden could be like, yeah, you know, Kyrie, you can do you, bro. But, like I said, me and Cordova are talking and going, hey, man, Kyrie's fucking up, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely, man. It's just, you know, like I said, I can sympathize, you know, with his stance and, you know, what he stands for and things like that, but we just stand up and tell us what that is, you right. know. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know which uh, I I don't know which situation I'd pr- I'd like to navigate through as you know a GM, you know head coach, whatever have you. But um, sounds like Steve Nash doesn't even really you know want anything to do with it. <laughs> <You know laughs> I don't blame it. him. I don't I blame it. him, man. He's like you know? sitting
0: there sweating. Don't ask me a deal. Yeah, question. not I'm long removed from his long.
1: playing career, and yeah, it's just it's a shame, you know. Hopefully, you know, my thought is hopefully you know he'll come to come to terms figure it out and you know um, put his team before himself but you know again. I will
0: give Kyrie Irving this before we head off to Archie Manning. Uh, I will got Kyrie this that the NBA did say in the very beginning of the season that you know you didn't need a vaccine to play. Right. And then they made it a am- So I will give Kyrie that like during that time when they said, "Oh, we're gonna do it," it was kind of when the season was about to start. So that right. that did never gave him any more room to think about what he wanted to to do because it, it, it kind of, if you think about it, it offset off, it offset it what Kyrie Irving wanted to do and wanted to happen. He it was kind of going his way, you know. And then they hit him with this speed bump, and he's like, "Fuck! Now I can't. Now I gotta change it up," you know. No, so. For sure. So I'll give him. I'll give him a little, a little leeway on that. Um, Archie Manning is—is is it? I mean, what's your what's your hundred percent? Where is he going?
1: Uh, I mean, it's so it's too Where's, early in the game to tell. I mean, um, hell, he's still got plenty of high school football left. You know, what's Maybe your I top three? Top three? Top three? Uh, um, probably Georgia.
0: Okay, that's one of mine.
1: I would say I'd say there's four: Georgia, Texas, Alabama, and Ole Miss.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I had uh, those um, six sides besides Texas if it was my top three: Georgia and Ole Miss, and uh, yes, of course, Georgia. So I mean, yeah, I, have...
1: I think he's like any quarterback. Man, he just he wants to be around an offensive mind and somebody who's you know been there and had success doing it. And um, you know, a guy like Sarkeesian, he's done it at both levels. You know, with the Falcons and at the college level, um, still one of the best offensive play callers in the game. You know, Texas going to go through growing pains for uh, at least this year. Um, ideally, you'd like to see that offensive and defensive line short up through recruitment and transfer portal. Um, leading into 2022 and, you know, um, release Bijan again next year because um, it's going to look a lot different, you know, with a year under that regime. Um, But, yeah, I mean, uh, I think, you know, it's amazing to me that there hasn't been any rumblings about Oklahoma with the way Lincoln Riley churns out quarterbacks. Um, But, yeah, I think that's the top four right now. I don't think there's, like, ten players. I think there's, like, four. Maybe there's a fifth, like a dark horse. I don't think LSU enters that conversation um, until Ed Orgeron's gone. Um, and they'll knock on Coach O, but the, he's just not an offensive mindset type head coach. Um, you know, and people will say the only reason that, you know, he's as successful as he's been was because he had Joe Burrow and, you know, Jamar Chase. And say what you say, but the guy's got a national championship, so – um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where you I know, things now. For,
0: for sure. On that note, because LFC, LSU can eat a dick. I don't care what you say, like you know, <laughs> it, it, in the worst way, and even the worst way, Texas can eat a dick too. Because at the <laughs> as, as sense of that, Mac Brown and that uh, Ed Orgeron, or, Ed Orgeron, uh, Mac, you know, obviously Colt McCoy got hurt. But if if Colt McCoy got didn't get hurt, whether or not we would probably won that game. You know, uh, likelihood. So, and now that Ed Orgon won a fucking national, you know what, LSU, yo, I am, I'm done, Cordova, and I'm not even trying to, I want to go to Archie Manning, I'm on this topic, but I wanted to say this because you are so right, they can eat a fucking dick, they can, for for winning a championship and not, you can bite your pride for another 10 years to lose, like, it doesn't even matter, bro, like, you weren't winning shit with Les Miles, you weren't winning, like, so for them to and then you and here's the thing you also got rid of Nick Saban so so you guys are like they could they just man I understand all that but Ed Orgon I, I'll put it like this I'm not saying if he came into my house and he was trying to recruit my kid I'd say fuck no
1: <laughs> <laughs> go tag us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes,
0: exactly. My you I, with- I
1: personally like him. I think he's a cool guy. I would have a beer with him. <laughs> no, I, well, yeah, yeah, y'all motherfuckers are one in like, one a kind. He know, seems just- like the cool uncle that gets too rowdy at holiday get-togethers. I think I'd have a good time with the guy.
0: Oh, yeah, he's a, yeah, no, he's, he's yeah, but at the same time, like, for, for, for parents that gotta, I feel like, just here here, when I say this I mean this in the in the nicest way like you're coming from Ed Orgon to coming from like this Nick Saban to Kirby Smart and Dan Mullins coming into your house so I'm just saying yeah you know that's all I'm saying those parents have to get that I'd imagine James Franklin came to my house I'm like man this guy's really just real calm and you're like my thing is though when you first meet Ed you're saying all that stuff uh, Dova, but you're also trying to like. How do you, you know when you meet somebody? I guarantee you, a lot of people didn't understand me when I first. They're like, this guy mumbles a few times, you know. <laughs> like, right. I can't understand this guy. So I would not even be able to understand and Oregon <laughs> if he was recruiting me. So I, <laughs> you're like, you're going. I'm like, like I'm a quarterback. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, so he, sure he, yeah, LS, LSU can just, like, they can suck that shit up. Because at the same time, <laughs> he got, he, Joe Burrow could not went to LSU. could He could have stayed at Ohio State or were, went to some other school, A. B, he didn't get, he didn't have to get Joe Brady. Like, that was, did they get Joe Brady? That was him, right? Yeah. Boken, fuck it, there you go. Like, and then, and then everybody else around the talent, like, with with <laughs> we didn't even know uh, Randy Moss's son was on the team, like <laughs> where is he at? <laughs> right. Um no but, kidding, man. Yeah, definitely Archie Manning. Um I fill you on that. And then my last one is uh well two really, but the Lakers, what do you think they should do with Russ and Yeah, know? it's
1: gonna take it's gonna take time. <laughs> People forget when the big three for the Heat came together. Did <laughs> they lose their first eight games? Like you know, it's so – so many people expect results immediately. It's going to take time. I think the luxury is going to be LeBron is going to be able to take more, more rest days. Um, you know, I think it's going to take time for Westbrook to acclimate himself to, you know, his teammates just like it does – I mean, every year is different. It's going to take time for all these guys to acclimate to one another. Um, so, I don't – I'm not too worried about it. You know, their team that even if they're a four or five or six seed, as long as they're healthy, you know, you don't want to play them in the playoffs, right? So, <laughs> sure. I mean, we'll see. Um, it'll help a lot when Ariza's is back for defensive purposes in December um, because they can't stop fucking anybody right now. Um, do, so. do you think,
0: do you think uh, they said, even though you get that 45 mil a year type shit, like, do you think you should come off the bench, though? Like, in your heart, in your heart, your heart. Truly a sports of sports knowing basketball and what you seen, Do you think he should come off the bench?
1: Westbrook? Yeah. Yeah. Cause him and LeBron are both ball handlers. I mean, if he was willing to take that six man role, I think it could definitely work. Um, but yeah, again, I mean, that could be something down the line that they, you know, start to establish and, and vet and that sort of thing. But I think for the most part, it's going to be more of a luxury to give LeBron rest. People forget LeBron's in his 19th year. Like, you know, um, there is a lot of wear on those tires, and that doesn't include uh, postseason, you know. For real. Um, so, it's going to take time. Um, do I think they're the end-all, be-all, like, championship contender? No, but, you know, they could be a couple months from now. Um, I like the way Golden State looks without Klay Thompson right now. Um,
0: so, they are nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that's, you know, just an established culture over such a long period of time that, you know, they just, when they're healthy and they have the band together, they don't miss a step, so... I, I uh, got to this one's a huge
0: one, though. Do you think, though, the Suns, the Phoenix Suns, still have a little chip on the shoulder, kind of in a way of, like, y'all motherfuckers, even when y'all are healthy, y'all still can't beat us? I'd be honest with you, that's, they played the, they... <laughs> I know they it's the Lakers need that chemistry and they're going to but you know the Suns when it's connected when they are connected it's a it's a it's a beast like
1: sure. like
0: I don't know why they're not still like injuries and all I that, that I
1: think they'll be covid last year. year I think they'll be covid year Miami this year man they'll have a great they, they had a great year last year you know they'll still be a playoff caliber team, but I just think they'll be short of what expectations are. That's not a knock on their talent or anything like that. I mean, they—they they definitely
0: yeah, have the most. They definitely have the most rest. If yeah, if you get for reasons. sure, right, right. So, okay,
1: you know, got another year on Chris Paul. You know that kind of thing. Um, and you know, the West is always, you know, loaded. Um, but that's just that, uh, not necessarily a hot take. But what I compare them to. Um, for this year is I think they'll be, you know, the COVID year. Miami Heat. They were the great story last year, just like the Heat were during the bubble. And then the next year, you know, nah, you know, we're a solid team, but middle of the road in terms of, you know, playoff seating. Um but we'll see.
0: Dang. Well maybe the Miami Heat shouldn't cut Miles Winter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, (laughs) no
0: way. If Miles (laughs) Leonard had the skill of Kyrie Irving, he could probably say as much shit as he want. Probably, right? So, right. Um, I dude, that's pretty much it on that. I mean, my my last one was NFL picks, but uh, that was kind of for last week. But yeah, dude, dude, I appreciate. We can do that. that. We
1: can do that tomorrow if you want, man. We'll go through them.
0: Yeah, dude, I'm down.
1: Yeah, I
0: don't go to work till like six o'clock, so. Yeah,
1: hit me up tomorrow, we'll go through them.
0: Yeah, are you doing anything, any plans for Halloween or for the anniversary?
1: Uh, we went to Slipknot last night, <laughs> which was awesome. Dope. Um, yeah, the we Rock Band? Yeah, they were fantastic, man. One of That's the best concerts sick. I've ever been to. Um, and then tonight, uh, drinks and dinner, nothing too crazy. Getting older, nice. man. <laughs> hey, man,
0: no, I feel you. I feel you. Drinks and hey, dinner sounds better than drinks, at, at all right? Time. Yes, sir. Well, we'll have to catch up too as well. Get some top top golf here, or probably go to a real. No, range. For sure, man. So I'm no, down. That sounds
1: good, dude. You let me uh,
0: know. Yeah, we'll, we'll. Yeah, if we want to do the picks tomorrow, we can do them early morning. Yeah, whatever Washington. works for
1: you. Just give me a shout.
0: You know, I'm gonna be watching my college game day. So I know you are. I know it's kind of weird watching it though. I, I'm not gonna lie, like, like I don't know. I feel like Lee Purcell's like my grandpa or something. <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, he's getting up there, dude.
0: Yeah. Well, he's and been said, up there. They already, they already. You know how they'd be already hitting you with sad stories in the front, in the beginning of game day. I'm like, ah, it's too much. I'm like too, too early morning for this. Year. <laughs> yeah, dude, but. Uh, but how how's everything else holding up, man? With you just you good though? No, all's good man. Just keep them yeah. busy like usual. Hey. Yeah, you no know. complaints. Don't call me again like if you need anything,
1: you know it. You know, no, sure, you bro. know my ass will pick up. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. But uh <laughs> let's connect tomorrow. We'll run through those picks. Yes, and then uh we'll
0: also talk about that uh the game the baseball game tonight and see what you think. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, that sounds okay.
0: good. Is there?
1: All right, dog. Later, buddy.
0: Well, thank you. Uh, MRC is what I call him. So, (laughs) uh, yeah. I'll send
1: you this podcast
0: uh, through your email or through text if it's too long or whatever. Of
1: course, man. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, man.
0: It's cool. Good seeing you. Later, buddy. All right. Well, there you guys have it. You guys are on uh, the uh, main radio podcast. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Also, make sure you go to nike.com to uh, get all the custom gear you can. Going down to shoes and apparel again, nike.com. Check that out. Thank you for uh, listening, guys. I thanks uh, for having MRC on the on the phone with me and on the on the show. And uh, I thank you guys for listening and have a great, happy holiday weekend. I love you guys. Peace out. Love ya.